Hello and welcome to Music is My Medicine. Today's guest is Trey Avlon, a very talented hip-hop artist who earlier this year released his new album, From Me To You. One of the songs that has exactly the same title, From Me To You, is an incredibly personal message to his parents. Hello, Trey. Welcome to our podcast. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for coming. No it's problem. lovely to have you here. Um, so, Trey, can you tell me about your new album, From Me To You? Uh, what is it about? Yeah, so For Me To You is pretty much a, a collection of songs based on the last year and a half, two years, or actually, no, the past like, three, four years of my life. Uh, just talking about my relationships with uh, partners, uh, friends, people, my relationship with myself, and it's just a very personal account on all of the above, basically. I've heard that the uh, most personal song is the, the track From Me To You, Ultra. Yeah. It's basically your direct message to mum and dad. Can you tell me what inspired you to write the song? Let's start with your mum, because yeah. this is how the song starts. <laughs> uh, what, what was the story? Um, first and foremost, mum, I love you. <laughs> but um, but no, nah, so in, in terms of the, the, the story, so my mum uh, separated from my dad when I was, when I was, when I was younger. Um, she, she, I'm from Jamaica, by the way, so we, we left Jamaica when I was really young. And uh, she didn't tell anyone that she was leaving. She just left. Um, and then we came over here and we spent a good portion of my life moving. We never really settled anywhere. What was tough for me was seeing the transition my mum had to make and seeing how difficult it was for her. Because in my head, I thought, if we're going to leave one place to go to another place, we're going to have a home, I'm going to have a bedroom, or I'm going to have certain luxuries, I guess, that I didn't have in... Jamaica, when I came over here, it was a big shock. Um, not having my own room, I had to share. Like, uh, we literally lived in one room, like, literally for like years. Like, literally, mm -hmm. like, one room. And um, I one think. One little space. One little space, literally. And um, yeah, I think seeing the transition that my mom had to make, adjusting to life over here, was something that affected me. So I kind of lived vicariously through my mum for, for the, the, the early period of when we moved over here. My relationship with my mum started in, in, in that way, the, the turbulent sort of moving around and uh, yeah, I had like a normal childhood. I went to school like everyone else, secondary, went to university. But um, yeah, my real deep-rooted issues with my mum started when I left Jamaica and we came over here. Mama love. Everything about you, man, you're one on one. It's hard to leave the one just to love your son. And even though you never said you love me, mum, I got you to the end, cause I was born for us. I'm broken as a man, I think all sort of stuff. Did daddy really hate it when you're making love? Is that why you ain't stick when he stuck you up? Mummy teach me how I'm still afraid of love. I'm so afraid, I'm so afraid of love. But every time you smile, I know you're made with love. Miscarried, but you carried all of us. Violated that I got the murder bus. I was getting heard before they heard of us. Mommy, if you died, it wouldn't hurt enough. The pain I feel is deep, I got disturbed, yeah. Mama love, mama love. Everything about you, man, you're one on one. You raised the star so I could raise my son. I'll celebrate you till my days are done. Mama love. You're something you say that. Uh your mum never said that mm. she loved you. Yeah. Uh, so despite having 
that sort of um, okay relationship with your parent mm -hmm. uh, from from outside, and even if you if you felt as a child that uh, everything is all right, there was something missing. Yeah. Uh, so this is what they get from your from your song. Can you can you explore it uh, a little bit more? Yeah, sure. So I didn't realize anything was missing until I had my own relationships. So until I got older, I didn't realize that because I didn't know, I had no teacher to teach me how to love, so I couldn't necessarily, I didn't have a good model to love anyone else. I thought I understood what I was doing, but I didn't. So um, me going through relationships and going through uh, life experience in general, um, when I really dug deeper, I realized that I just didn't know how to nurture relationships outside of myself because of my, I, I guess, bad relationship with my my mom. And it was something I realized once I was in situations where I, that I didn't understand. I just, I had to go inwards. And when I did go inwards, me, my mom telling me that she's never loved me was something that I realized affected me deeply. And I didn't really understand to the extent it did affect me until I was put into situations where I had to um, give myself to another person, so to speak. Yeah, of course. Um, what was the role of music in your process of looking into yourself and trying to understand the difficulty of expressing love? Um, music was music was almost like the sibling that I never had, in a way. So I. Um, being the oldest, I spent a long time on my own, and I think music was a way of me showing all the different sides to me in a way that I don't have to feel, I guess, judged. Like when I listen, when I go and express myself, I have to be comfortable with myself, and when I hear it back, that's me accepting myself before anyone else does. So it was me accepting myself for who I was at any particular time. That's the role. That's one role music played. Um, it also allowed me to um, express uh, anything that I felt or what I saw around me, and um, it was just something I, I found fun. It wasn't anything. I didn't really realize what I was. I was making music. I, I but I just found it fun. I didn't really think too much about it. But um, yeah, but I found it fun for those particular reasons. It just allowed me to accept myself and allowed me to express things that I probably wouldn't normally express in, in a conversation or um, in any other way. Well, that's a, an amazing thing that you just said about music. The music was like a, a sibling, like a, or maybe a sort of an alter ego that you can talk to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what, that's interesting. Um, yeah, maybe you could say that too. Maybe you could say that too, because I, I guess the music is an extension of, of me. Like, naturally, I'm more... Like uh, I guess soft-spoken, or more, or some would say like introverted. But when it comes to doing the music, I'm more expressive. I'm some like I do sound a lot more aggressive sometimes, uh, or some people say anyway. But uh, yeah, it, it is maybe it is an alter ego. Maybe it's just yeah, maybe yeah, maybe that is. I've never thought of it like that, but maybe it's interesting. Maybe you can call it that. Yeah. So, uh, how did you learn to write music? 
was it how were you introduced into music did you uh, decide at some point in your life mm. to get into music did you have musicians in your family uh, yeah yeah so i had um uh, a few musicians that specifically uh, my uncle he was a he was a reggae artist but uh, um he's still active uh, to this day but he isn't as prominent as he was uh, when i was growing up um but i don't know where i learned if i'm being honest like there isn't any story to it but uh all i can remember is my dad was a he's like a big big he loves music he's a big hip-hop and reggae um fan and um ever since i can remember i, I didn't actually physically be around my dad uh, for a, uh, a huge portion of my early uh, childhood but one thing i do remember is he always sent me cds and um music was something that was i guess my connection to him and it was something that he really kind of drilled in me since i was young so i guess that's how i learned because i learned from listening and then trying to replicate what i heard and then over the years developed my own sort of style um so let's go back to your uh, to your dad uh in the song from me to you yeah from what i gather you've been separated from your dad for a long time yeah so can you tell me more about your story between you and your dad yeah so um so yeah i i came i came to the uk with mum when i was four uh and from four to 25 i've seen my my father uh, I, i think three or four times recently I, i think i just went through like an awakening i, I realized that it's not dad kind of gave me the best tools that he could for me to kind of develop and be what i could be even if it was from a distance and i think now i am a man i kind of have to take on the responsibility of reconnecting with with him it's not even though I'm his son it's not his responsibility anymore to baby me i have to if i want to know answers or i want to reconnect with dad to learn how to be a dad myself i have to kind of go back to the beginning and that's how um our sort of relationship um started again i guess and yeah i did kind of mention it briefly um in in the verse and uh actually in actual fact so the the voice note on the actual song i, I these are things that i didn't know because growing up i never had him around to tell me these stories mm-hmm. so even in that song and when he heard the song there are things that i'm still learning about myself and dad and our relationship even to this day listening back to myself and him telling me oh this line reminded me of this time or whatever so um i'm still learning uh with my dad and I'm still reconnecting so uh it's it's very tricky to say how our relationship is or how it started and and stuff of that becoming. nature it's, it's becoming yeah that's a very good way to put it it's it's becoming I love that yeah it's becoming that's amazing that I love the way you started over when you had enough never grew up with you but was done is done all the years you miss see I'm gonna make it up you're a piece of me so peace with you is peace enough that you never had a dad that's why you hate his guts nothing learned nothing taught that's just how it comes always said that I'm a king but you're the king I trust told me how to get on some pimp shit dip him in split wicks smell good and trip if I hot up your shin dick missed it you missed it you missed me as hints did even when I'm brass I'm still looking like 10 bricks learn that from my daddy they tried to kill my daddy for a you and nigga stuck it on me claiming that'll stab me 
Imagine if I dad, what would daddy do? Imagine only hearing daddy in a daddy tree. Wasted hours all the minutes, I was mad at you, but fuck it, you're my dad, so here's a second of my gratitude. Would you call music your medicine? I'd say yes, because you, for me specifically, it it helps me almost paint a picture that I can always look at. But I'm not someone that is just comfortable or content with just looking at what I've done and that's it. I think for me, I have to really study it, ask myself why, dig deeper. Maybe on Monday, I'll feel different on Friday and I have to really explore why i just have to keep going deeper and deeper so yeah it's, it's it's medicine in a sense where it allows me to express and alleviate uh pain in in audio form but um no if i just leave it there like i need to keep exploring why i felt that way why did i deliver the message the way that i did why did x person or y person take to you the song the way that they did in order to understand more about myself so yeah, so it's hand in hand, but I, I I think in order to really feel that medicine for me, it has to uh, it has to do what medicine does, I guess is it, like I guess alleviate pain or heal me, and I think I can't heal myself or alleviate any sort of pain if I just make the song and just leave the song. I have to dig deeper and see more and understand more and just keep going further and further until I feel comfortable and good. Do you have any particular uh, places or time of the day that inspire you to create? Yeah, I'm kind of dark. <laughs> so <laughs> I, like, um, I like writing in the evening. Um, and for some reason, I, I can only write in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. It sounds bad. I shouldn't really say that because if anyone wants to do some music, they're going to be like, what, you can't write in the studio? But no, I, I just feel comfortable in, in my own space, in my bedroom. And... Uh, I feel like the energy in my room is set up in such a way that's great for me. That's your safe space. Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I like very ambient lighting um, in my bedroom. Uh, and normally before I write, I, I listen to, like, choir music or high-frequency music. And uh, then I kind of listen to the beat, and then I kind of go from there. But, um, yeah, that's that's my usual process, but... Uh, even if anything else changes, the room is one constant that I never really deviate from. It's always in my bedroom. So what about Jamaican music? Do you find it, uh, is it a part of your inspiration uh, now when you compose your music? Uh, 100%. So um, like you can hear, like even in my, my, my regular speech, I, I sometimes I use the Jamaican like, patois or the Jamaican lingo, but listen to every single song like literally every song you're gonna hear like something like i don't normally i don't say because i say car and mm -hmm. that's like a typical like patois thing but mm -hmm. see ting again I, I can't help it but yeah uh yeah it's super prominent in, in in my music and um i love and i study it to this day like i study the performers i study the stage shows i study uh the jamaican festivals like some fest i study uh, the Jamaican artists and how everyone has their own crew. Um, I study their stage presence. I study everything. Like that's literally, um, I credit like dancehall music and reggae and, and reggae music and both cultures 
um, massively in creating me as a as an artist. It's probably the lowest I ever felt. Truly see me smile, you can never tell. A plus at lamp, I never felt. I never fell in love, car I never felt. Till my time with that land, yeah, I roll it well. Funny how you know me, you don't know yourself. I overestimated, now I'm overwhelmed. The fire in my soul, now I'm over self. Put my cards in the table, now I'm overdealt. How real can I get blood? Fuck the rap. Remember when you fought my friend and said you had my back. I should have turned him back to front just to watch my back. Snap back and all of that. Would you say that music can be a medicine? just by listening to it. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, music, like, depending on your mood, if you're sad and you listen to, uh, I guess, happy music has the power to shift and change your, your energy. Or if you're having a bad day and you listen to music that is aggressive, it has the ability to kind of impute aggressive thoughts and, 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 and patterns into your, into your mind. So yeah, it, it, I guess, it can be used in, it does have medicinal properties in, in that sense. Uh, for me personally, I, yeah, I guess I can consider it a medicine too. I, that's the way I use it. I use it as, as a form of therapy and uh, it, it helps. So yeah, I would, I would say music is definitely a medicine. Mm -hmm. Do you have any uh, particular tracks that you listen to when you feel, I don't know, sad or... Um, uh, you're looking for your own answers or tracks that helped you to go um, through different experiences in your life in some particular moments? You know what? There is... So, like, I've got, like, this imaginary playlist in my head and it's, like, these are, like, undeletable tracks. You can never delete them. I don't give a fuck who you are. You mm -hmm. can't ever delete these songs off my playlist. And one of the songs in particular um, is by a rapper called Chameleonaire. And he made a song called Void of My Life. And I, like, I attribute that song to helping me get through a very um, traumatic experience that I went through with my mum when I was younger, um, when we nearly got sent home, sent back home. And um, I remember that was the only song I kind of... I only had like seven, eight songs on my phone because my, me my memory was really bad. And that was one song in particular on my phone that I, I had it on repeat. And um, yeah, that's, that's one song specifically that I'll never, ever, ever delete. Tell me more about uh, what are you planning to do next music-wise? Because okay. you said that uh, you uh, have your creative process, you put down the lyrics, yeah. uh, then you look at them, but you still keep, you keep digging deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's always like a work in progress. Yeah. So what are you planning to do next? Um, so, for, so with the From Me To You project, that's something that I, I plan on like riding on for, for, for as long as I can. Um, I feel like it's important. I feel like not hardly anyone has, has heard my message and heard it. So that's something that I'm going to keep uh, promoting. Um, at the moment, I've got uh, a single out featuring LT called You Already Know. Uh, that's more like a, a summer song. So that's something that I'm promoting too. But uh, in, in, in respect to going forward or short to long-term stuff, uh, I have a short film in, in, in the works based around the story of From Me To You. So uh, that's something that 
myself and the team are, are working on. Keep doing what you're doing, Crave. Your music is a pure art. This is like the. It's the a big compliment. Thank you. It's like it's honestly, I'm very, very much impressed by yeah. about uh, like after listening your to your new album, I found it really inspiring. Uh, I think it will also inspire young men who are looking at pop culture and the, there are not very good examples up there. Mm. Whereas your music is uh, it's something real uh, that uh, I'm sure a lot of people will uh, relate to. I appreciate the, the, the compliments, man. That's, I think for me, I find it hard to take compliments because I'm just like, wait, you think this about me? Like, this is just stuff I wrote in my bedroom. It's not... <laughs> it's a, it's well, you deserve it. Oh, you deserve thank you. it. So you, you need to get used to it. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> More compliments will come, I'm sure. Uh, and um, uh, so, uh, Trey, thank you very much for coming and sharing your thoughts uh, on your music, creative process. Please, everyone, follow Trey uh, on uh, Instagram, Spotify, and listen to some good stuff. Get inspired. Dando. Uh, Trey, thank Thanks again for coming. No it was problem. lovely to have you here. Thank you. That was really music is my medicine for real. That my podcast is the medicine too. Oh. I love that. Thank you for having me.